Harrison. Welcome to the Harrison Gamescast. My name is Jeffrey Morse. We are here with a very exciting show right here because we're actually recording this a day later than usual in honor of the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct that happened this morning, Wednesday, the 8th of August. I'm here with the amazing Rob Douglas to break down all the news. Rob, after seeing that direct, does this make you like want to go all in on Smash Bros. and the Switch now? I think what this makes me want to do is uh, raise funds for Luigi. <laughs> for Luigi. We're more concerned about Luigi's well-being after that trailer, <laughs> and I, I would agree with you there. Uh, but no, we're going to be breaking down all the Smash Bros. Uh, direct news in our second segment today. It'll be our kind of our main focus, really. Um, and then kind of, you know, we got this big direct, but we also had Evo happen this week and a lot of uh, fighting game news. So uh, if you are a fighting game fan, uh, this will be a really uh, enjoyable episode for you. And we have a couple other news pieces, and uh, we've been mm-hmm. playing, playing some games that are not fighting games that we'll be talking about as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so let's go ahead and start things off here. We have some news about Fallout 76. Um, so, Rob, what is the the surprising news that came out uh, this week about Fallout 76, Bethesda's so, new Fallout game? There's there's two stories that are here. So the first one is that it's not actually releasing on Steam, which is crazy because every single Fallout game in existence is on Steam except mm-hmm. for Fallout 76. Like, even Fallout Shelter is on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's being re- released exclusively on, uh, at least for the computer, for uh, Bethesda Net. So kind of in the same lines as what Fallout Shelter did. It released on Bethesda Net and then later on released on Steam. So they're not ruling out the possibility of being on yeah. Steam. But I mean, like, it seems odd at first because, you know, looking at you and many of my other friends who have Steam, like, they all own, like, Fallout 3 or Fallout 4, one of the Fallout oh, games, yeah. and they put hundreds of hours into the Steam version of it. And mm-hmm. seeing this not on Steam was really surprising to me at first. But, like, why do you think this is why they, like, cutting Steam out at least at launch? I think because it's not a single-player game, it's a multiplayer game, it's more online-focused, it's more their community-based, I think it builds more community loyalty if you release it on your own platform through your own IP, basically. Yeah. So I think it's a, I think it's a little bit of a, a power-and-money type play, like saying, like, hey, we're in control of our own destiny and the, all the money goes straight to us, Yeah. rather than think... having to pay dividends on Steam. Yeah, and, you know, we're seeing a couple... A couple other games starting to kind of do this and release yeah. it on their own platform rather than Steam. Um, you know, cutting out kind of that middleman and not having to pay Steam fees. You know, um, one that comes to mind for me is like Destiny 2 when that launched on PC in December. Like, Activision said, hey, we're putting this on Battle.net. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. go straight on there. That way we're on our own service and we're making 100% of the profits here and we're not splitting it with Steam. And so I think... You know, some of these bigger games and really big publishers aren't afraid to not be on Steam at least initially, which... Well, and that's um, a big statement um, from the guys who create uh, Warcraft and all, Blizzard. Mm-hmm. You know, Blizzard Net has uh, Overwatch, it has uh, Hearth or Hearthstone, it has um, World of Warcraft stuff, You know, World of Warcraft, Diablo, and they're all on their yeah. own IP, and none of them are on Steam. I think one of the Diablo games might be on steam one of the old ones yeah one of the old ones or no uh i know for sure there's some of the older ones are on uh gog.com but still it's just crazy you know that they're you know i think it's kind of the model that people are trying to establish that hey we can kind of do our own thing Mm -hmm. you know disney's trying to do it with their own streaming service to compete against (laughs) netflix so might as well do it in the video game world as well yeah um but there's also some more fault 76 news regarding the beta of this game which doesn't really sound like necessarily a beta, if you ask me. No, no, it's releasing. So what the what they've said is they're releasing as a beta, and all the letters are capitalized, and there's periods between each of them. If you know anything about a beta, it's typically all lowercase. It's not necessarily yeah. like that. But they're releasing the full game. So all your progress from the beta will transfer over to the full game. And I don't know it's, if this is really a beta. I think it might be more of just yeah, early access. Exactly. Like it sounds like it's early access, which is really cool if you're excited for this game. And basically, how to get access, you have to pre-order the game. So you have to pre-order a yeah, retailer yeah. or on their site or whatever, entering you know your code onto your like account, and then they said it'll just kind of be randomly selecting accounts. Say, hey, you know you're in the 
beta and you get to play this in October before the game comes out in the middle of November and it'll just kind of slowly yeah. add more people till launch day where everyone's in there together. But I mean, I'm sure there'll be some updates and patches and things that happen, you know, in November when the full game comes out. But really, you're pretty much getting to play this brand new Bethesda game weeks before everyone else without yeah. losing any of your progress and sounds like it's will be pretty cool. So I mean, it's I'm, kind of an interesting move, but I, especially being a multiplayer game, I, I can see why it would be more beneficial to just release the full game than rather than release yeah. like a big demo beta type. Yeah, thing. like there's nothing not worse really than for, spending the really. spending like a demo or a beta, like playing through like hours of content, especially if it's like you know an RPG or like a multiplayer game where you're getting a lot of progression and then. Right when the real game comes out, you know, in a week or two or a month or whatever, like you have to just redo all of that all over again. Like it's always kind of annoying. So it's good to see that your profession carries over. Yeah, sure. definitely. Um, all right. Well, our next news piece here has to do with um, Bioware, and they've been uh, teasing some things um, online. We talked about it, you know, I think it was two weeks ago when uh, Adam, uh, Sue Mr. Fields, was on the show about, hey, when do we think, you know, some like Mass Effect is going to come back around? And most of our predictions were pretty far off, but. According uh, to Bioware this week, it might be coming a little sooner than we expect. So what did they actually say, Rob? So they, they made this quote. Uh, it was uh, Casey, who's the uh, the general manager or the, the manager for... Um, like the community manager. Yeah, yeah. And for Bioware. And he made the same as like they're working on some Star Wars Sealed Republic content, which is supposed to be super exciting and really great for... It's like the best they've ever done, which is pretty cool. I mean... Star Wars: The Old Republic is a is a pretty good uh, MMO. So yes. getting some so more content for that, it is. You know, getting more content for that is always a good thing. But he said this. He said, "And yes, we hear loud and clear the interest in Bioware doing more Dragon Age and Mass Effect. So rest assured that we have some teams hidden away working on some secret stuff that I think you'll really like. We're just not ready to talk about any of it for a while. <laughs> so." We have some Dragon Age and Mass Effect news that is, or stuff that's coming here soon, ish. Like, do you think this is like full on like new Mass Effect game, new Dragon Age game, or is it like, hey, you know, the last Dragon Age Mass Effect weren't that great? People are starting to get worried. Should we just say, hey, you know, it's not dead, and kind of like just put a PR statement, even though we're not getting new games? So Dragon Age Inquisition was actually a pretty decent game. Um, it got really good reviews. The only problem was it was long. It made the other two games like too long. Sure, it, like it was it was really thing. long. It was a big big game. It was Witcher three status or bigger. Okay, or about the same size. And so there was a lot of content, and I think that overwhelmed a lot of people, and not a lot of people made it very far into the game, um, myself included. Um, I'm trying it again, so we'll see how far I get, but. It was a good game, from what I hear, and the reviews gave it really good reviews. So, and there, we've already had hints of a Dragon Age four coming soon. So, this isn't the first time we've heard about Dragon Age new stuff. But Mass Effect's the interesting one. What exactly do they mean? I'm, I'm fairly certain that Dragon Age four is coming and will yeah. be here. Uh, Inquisition like, came out in 2014. In my head, I'm like, if this doesn't seem like is it like a mobile game or like you know like yeah, a free to play yeah. game or like is it a remaster of like the old ones or something? I'm like, you know, there can't be any way like they have the resources and the commitment to make another new Mass Effect already. But I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I don't a know very exactly, big tease for a reason. So. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they're thinking, but it does, you know, they were, they, one of the gaming websites I was on, they had a survey at the bottom. I clicked on it. You know, I was like, I'm pretty excited about the next Dragon Age game because mm-hmm. that's kind of the next one I'm looking forward to. And they, there was, like, most of the fans wanted more Mass Effect content. So even though Andromeda burned them, they all want Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. yeah. It hasn't put a damper on anyone's uh, appetite for a good Mass Effect game, for sure. Oh. But, yeah, we'll let you know uh, if we get any updates on that. Um, so our last main news piece here before getting into all the fighting game goodness that we have for you this week um, if you remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about how Nintendo filed a lawsuit against uh, two emulator sites, Love Retro and Love ROMs. And uh, they're based in Arizona, and Nintendo was seeking you know, millions in damages and takedowns of the sites because you know they're selling, or not selling, but giving away you know IPs and games that Nintendo yeah. owns. Um, and now, today, EMU Paradise, which is one of the biggest like ROM sites on the web, like you've downloaded it around before it's probably been from this site 
Um, mm-hmm. They basically put a statement out today saying it's not worth it for them to risk, you know, possibly any disastrous consequences where, you know, they're being threatened by with a lawsuit to pay millions in damages. And so they're basically saying, you know, it's not worth the risk. We run this site for a love of retro video games and letting you revisit those good times. But just right now, it's not, there's no way for us to do that and keep everyone happy and, you know, not get any legal troubles. So they're going to keep the site up and they're going to have, I think, emulators you can still download on there, but they're going to be removing all the ROMs from their, from their site. So this is, I think, pretty big, pretty big news. Like the fact that this move that Nintendo did, you know, a couple weeks ago, announcing this lawsuit that it's scaring other big ROM companies to say, hey, I'm out. Like, I don't want to get sued either. So it just makes me so sad to think that, you know, these games that we all grew up and loved playing that Nintendo is unwilling to re-release except for like in a a really small, small brief package in an NES or a SNES classic or, you know, virtual console on, you know, maybe we'll get it on the Switch sometime in the future. Yeah. But it just makes me so sad that these games are being pulled from the market essentially from our ability as players to play because we're scared and it's you know this big takedown fear tactics and just makes me sad i yeah i mean nintendo needs to do something story like nintendo obviously needs to protect its ips and doesn't want people giving out its games for free but at the same time you know there's a lot of a lot of these games you can't really play or have access to without paying you know ridiculous amounts of money to buy in the resale market and a lot of them are very collectible and you can't really get your hands on them so um definitely definitely interesting interesting to see that being said there'll still be lots of ways to download you know roms and things on other sites i'm sure you'll always be able to find a way you know if you've already downloaded that i think you'll be fine but yeah definitely interesting to see you know what what happens uh more in the future see if more sites end up getting taken down or not There'd be an interesting, um, maybe a discussion for us here in the future. Um, hit us up on Twitter, at HeyListen underscore games, if you want to hear us talk about kind of the legality of emulators and ROMs. Like, kind of break down some of the stuff that goes into that. Because it's kind of a, it's a cool market, but it also has some sketchy yeah, legal stuff to it. So and Nintendo has gotten, like, pretty bad piracy on its systems before, like, the Wii mm-hmm. and DS, especially, like those games were so easy to exploit and you know download and steal games yeah. on like very easily. So, you know, it makes sense why they wouldn't be a fan of it, even if it's on older you know retro games. But yeah, so let us know on Twitter if you guys you want to hear more about that. Hear kind of our yeah. opinions and some thoughts about it, and and you know maybe we'll give you the lowdown on some of the places where you can still find some good classic Nintendo games. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are moving into Evo 2018, which is the Evolution Championship uh, fighting game tournament. Basically, the biggest fighting game tournament of uh, of the year it happens every year. And mm-hmm. uh, Evo 2018, uh, kind of the main games were Street Fighter V, which was won by Problem X. Uh, had a good match. You won as M Bison, you know, the original <laughs> impossible oh, boss from Street Fighter Two, which I thought was kind of funny. That's great. Uh, uh, Sonic Fox won the Dragon Ball Z Fighters uh, finals. Is that was... ironic? Yeah, <laughs> right. No, the funny thing is, I'm like, oh, he sounds like he's like a Smash Bros. player, right? But like, yeah, he's yeah. actually one of the best Injustice and Dragon Ball Z Fighters like in the in the world. Like, I think he what? got third in the Injustice Two tournament. So <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's that, funny. You know, the tag doesn't reflect the person. Yeah, no, it, it's just funny, but. Yeah, he had a pretty commanding uh, win. It was a rematch of the last like big Dragon Ball tournament, but he won mm-hmm. that one. Um, Tekken 7, uh, the winner for that was Low High. Um, and then Leffen came out with a surprise win of uh, the Melee Evo title, which is, you know, if you're new to esports and fighting games, uh, Melee obviously has a pretty big following that it's gained over the last, you know, decade. And, uh, yeah. It's been pretty dominated by a few players, Hungrybox, Armada, and uh, Mango, mostly. And mm-hmm. those those players are constantly, you know, they've all won it multiple times. And uh, It's cool Ar- to see someone else uh, claim the title. Yeah, like Levin's definitely a contender, and he's been around for a long time. It's been really good, but this is his first Evo title. And he beat Armada, who I think has been in the finals like four years in a row, which is just nuts. Yeah. Like, yeah. So... You know, prop, props to Levin. He had a really good match. Um, 
and he just outplayed uh, Armada in the finals. That was a fun one to watch. Probably my favorite one to watch over the tournament if you wanted to go back and watch any of these grand finals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the biggest, uh, I think, kind of news story out of uh, Evo here actually has to do with not Melee, but the other Smash game at Evo in what is probably its last appearance at Evo. Um, that would be, of course, Super Smash Bros. for Wii U, a.k.a. Smash 4. Um, basically, at the grand finals for Smash 4, um, Lima was fighting against Captain Zack, and they both chose Bayonetta. And as you may know, Bayonetta is very overpowered, has a lot of cheap combos that you can't really do a lot of, and it's overall, I think most fans agree that it's not a very fun and interesting character to watch play. And so, both of these characters, picking Bayonetta, of course, the crowd voiced their displeasure, started being upset, shouting things, you know, the next round went on, the next round, they kept just both picking Bayonetta, and the crowd started to boo and get really mad, and like, the two of the players basically were kind of like, oh, this is hilarious. They're booing and we're Bayonetta. We're just going to keep picking Bayonetta because they hate Bayonetta. We can do whatever we want. This is the last Evo, so who cares anyways? And this basically led to, in the middle of, I think, the third round, third or fourth round of the match, mm-hmm. um, it started and both of them just held down B, like charging the guns for Bayonetta, and just did nothing and just took their headphones off and started chatting with each other and literally stalled for two minutes of running time on the stream on this stage with thousands of thousands of people watching just basically just refused to play for two minutes because they well it's crazy because the guys come up and they're interview they're doing interviews and then yeah. <laughs> finally someone comes up and tells them like hey guys um you legally can't do this like when you sign up to be part of evo you have to fight you can't stall the match for any reason yeah like they have a broadcasting like channel where they have box of time just like you know tv or anything else where hey you know this is your time slot for this and we can't go into the other one if we can help it and if you're just standing for two minutes wasting the time and money that thousands of people are watching i think is obviously not a very good good look for either of those players but and like we were talking before the show about this if you're in actually you know another real sport you know i say real because we're video game fans we love (laughs) esports they're real sports but you know, like if you're a you know a physical sport like, like maybe the sport. NBA or the NFL or something like that, if you just stop the game to do something like you know it's the NBA Finals, it's the championship, two teams, game seven, last game of the whole series, and you stop the game to do like we were talking like a dunk contest or a three point contest, or literally you're just standing on each side of the the court and just standing there dribbling the ball. <laughs> until the shot clock runs out and you turn the ball over and they do the exact same thing. They just stand there and dribble the ball until the shot clock. I mean, like, that's stupid. Yeah, no one no wants one to see that. No <laughs> one pays to see that. And actually, most of those players will get a huge fine for doing that. Like, yeah. they'll get in huge trouble for delaying the game like that and maybe get technicals and thrown out of the game. Mm-hmm. And here we are. We have it here in our esports. And they want to be taken seriously. They want to be taken as serious sports. And yet they're doing childish behaviors like this. Yeah, and, you know, there's two sides to every story, obviously, and stuff. And I saw a lot of people, you know, defending, saying, oh, you know, they're they're just having fun, and, you know, they can pick whatever character they want, and they can play how they want. But, yeah. you know, at the, at the same time, like, you do something like this, I think, like you said, Rob, it's going to grow a rift between the players and the pros and the fans. And, yeah. You know, it, I don't care what sport it is, if that happened in any sport like the fans would boo like it's not not just an esport thing or like the fans well in picking picking the best player you know the overpowered player doesn't bother me as much you know you want to see some variety but i mean the nba has had the warriors in the finals for the last five years lebron's (laughs) been in the finals for like the last eight years you know i mean we've had the same people consistently through the nba and Mm -hmm. you know if you play NBA 2K, you know, you always pick the Warriors if you want to beat everyone, you know, in dominant fashion. You just do. I mean, everyone does. Yeah. So picking the same player doesn't bother me as much as just wasting time, stalling yeah. the game and being like, hey, we're going to be <laughs> childish about it, essentially. Nothing. Yeah. And, you know, they, uh, Lima ended up winning the whole thing, but they just act like it was like a friendly match. It wasn't intense at all. They were laughing, you know, high-fiving each other. Like, it felt like it was just kind of like a friendly match or like it was like a opening round like of like 130 people or something. I, like, this was just all magnified because it was the grand yeah, finals. Like, like, and the final grand finals yeah. of 
Smash for Wii U. Like, that game's probably not going to stick around and be on the competitive scene once Ultimate comes out in December. So, so that's just a terrible note to go out on. Very disappointed yeah. in both of these players. And I think hopefully the eSport community and Evo particularly can find ways to avoid this from happening. Because, yeah. I mean, and we want to see sports. I, I went on his Twitter and he, you know, wasn't... A, like he wasn't uh, apologetic at all. He's like, I can do what I want. You know, I'm, I'm not a performer. I don't do this to just make you, you know, for fans. I do this for myself and to make money and whatever. You know, so definitely interesting. So we'll, hopefully, uh, like you said, Rob, this doesn't happen again on on that stage. But yeah. um, with Evo, a lot of uh, fighting game announcements um, ended up coming out. Um, I think. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites was uh, Brawlout, which is you know the indie platform fighter came out last December. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, their first really big update coming out this uh, this month actually, and they are adding two new indie fighters to the game for free. They're adding uh, Ukulele, um, obviously from Ukulele, and uh, the Dead Cells uh, main character as kind of uh, just new fighters in the game. And previously they did have Hyperlight Drifter and uh, Juan from Guacamelee. So this will yeah. bring uh, four different indie characters in a brawl out, and it's all part of a free, free update. So I think that's mm-hmm. super cool that they're they're doing this. And I think they mentioned you know when the game launched, hey, you know more free characters and guest characters will come, um, but haven't really said anything till now. So it's good to see them deliver on that promise. And yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a game. cool thing to see uh, some free content and some stuff like that come out, and especially having some indie representation out there in another game completely. You know, yeah. I know like Yokulele had uh, Shovel Knight in it, and so there already is. It's only a matter of time before Shovel Knight's in uh, Brawlout as well, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, the indie community is a small group of you know it's growing, but it's a group of people that really support each other and have a lot of camaraderie, sure. and you know, and so seeing this is just it, it just adds to that. It's, it's so great. Everyone. Yep. It's good. It's good publicity. Yeah. It's good press. It's good community. It's Especially just, it's great. for Brawlout because like there's not a ton of characters in there to start. No. And like I think there's about 20 characters on the roster, but literally half yeah. of them are like clones. And so adding two new characters that are will be completely unique, I think, is uh, mm-hmm. really good. I will definitely be jumping back into Brawlout when that update comes. Um, yeah, definitely. And Tekken Seven. Um, <laughs> They announced their new season pass at Evo as well. And they announced, you know, a couple of new characters came back. You know, oh, great. And then out of nowhere, they show a trailer for Negan from AMC's The Walking Dead show. Yes, that's right. A antagonist from a zombie TV show is coming into Tekken 7 for no reason other than he's here. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I thought this was... I thought it was like a I thought it was like an April Fool's joke when I saw it on Twitter. It, it feels like an April Fool's joke. I mean, <laughs> we're really promoting that this character from this TV show that you know it, the Walking Dead suffered in ratings lately. So I mean, okay, so maybe we're doing something for, to get a little extra fun and maybe get people a little bit more excited about the Walking Dead again here. But mm-hmm. still, <laughs> what? Very very random. Out of all the characters you could have chosen, like of you know random. Outside characters, you know, you pick Megan. You know, I, I think of what was that? I think Mortal Kombat. You know, they had like the alien from the Aliens movies, and like uh, I think Jason from like you know those movies and stuff. Like they had like a bunch of like popular third, like uh, um, like movie characters. Still, Calibur had Darth Vader and Yoda. Yeah, like out of all, everything in there, it's like who said you know who we need is Negan. Like. Very, I saw something earlier cool. today. It was kind of trolling it, and it was saying, like, next on Tekken 7's roster is Garfield and <laughs> Jerry from Seinfeld. <laughs> Just completely random for no reason. Like, uh, yes. Yes, that is funny. Um, Street Fighter V uh, added in a new character, G, who's essentially like a giant bearded gold Willy Wonka. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, as well as not? Sagat, who is, or Saga, however you say his name, from Street Fighter 2, um, which is cool, but. I saw Anthony put up on Twitter, like, you know, Sagat has been a main playable character in every Street Fighter game since 1991. Why is he coming out, you know, two years after this game came out? And why do we have to pay money for him? Like, it, yeah. he should have been included. So that is the great thing about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Does not seem it is going the route of holding back content or uh, overpriced DLC characters or anything. And so let's jump straight into there. Uh, into that with our 
next segment, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate had its amazing direct this morning. It yeah. was hilarious because I saw everyone on Twitter, you know, online saying, you know, temper your expectations, like, don't expect any new characters or anything. And then, boom, Sakurai comes out, announces five new characters, and, like, a slew of other information and all these stages oh, yeah. and music and just so much stuff. Like, I think this, like, just blew everyone blew everyone's expectation out. Like, no one expected this much good news. And I even, like, messaged you guys and posted on Twitter and was talking with friends. I'm like, all I hope for, my dream, is they had King K. Rule to Super Smash Bros. And what did they do at the end of the direct? King, yeah, K. King, King K. Rule is in. And they did it with an amazing video that, like, was totally, like, trolly with, like, King DDD pretending to be, you know, King K. Rool, the, the real yep, king yep. comes, and, man, just everything from, like, the music, that's, like, a remix of his original theme from Donkey Kong Country 1, to, like, mm-hmm. you can you can be pirate Captain K. Rool costume, like, that's, like, an alternate costume in the game, like, from Donkey Kong Country 2, which is oh, like, yeah, one of my yeah. favorite games ever, like, all of his moves, throwing the crown, shooting the cannonball gun, like, oh, he, he just looks so amazing and so well presented like i'm just always so impressed by how sakurai and the smash bros team like they take a character they look at every move and animation see he's had in like every game he's been in and find a way to incorporate all that into you know a fighter like it's not they put so much basically love time and care into each each character making sure they're represented you know with respect and true to the character so yeah just being, yeah. No, being a huge dk cool fan it's this. awesome to see it's really cool move, and especially for a character that's such a classic to the series, uh, yeah. Donkey Kong, and such a Nintendo like iconic villain. Yeah, to have you know we There's... had Ganondorf, you know we obviously had Bowser, so we had the the kind of the two other big series in the Nintendo world mm-hmm. villains in there, and so to have King K. Rule, who is the big yeah. Donkey Kong villain in there, is just kind of it makes sense. Yeah, like, why, have not, add... why haven't we done this like ten <laughs> exactly. years ago? They did add in Ridley, obviously. You know that was the big mm-hmm. uh, E3 announcement. Who's the big uh, Metroid villain? And so, like, we're finally have you know basically all of our big Nintendo villains yep. um, here. And you know, King K. Rool and I think Ridley are both huge. And so, like, they say, you know, we don't care if they're too big. We're gonna scale them down. We're gonna make it work. We're gonna get all of our villains in there. You know, this is oh, what yeah. the fans want. And at this point, I'm like, you could just release the game with like nothing else, just what you've already announced, and like. I'd be content. Like I don't need anything else from this game. You've got K. Roll, all all these newcomers, every character, almost every stage ever. Like this oh, yeah. game is just like I, <laughs> I don't know what else they could like add into this well, game. It's well, insane. Let's talk about that for a moment. Let's talk about that for a moment because we have you know uh, tons of music coming to this game. Yes. I mean they're releasing 32 songs from the Castlevania series alone, plus yeah. you know all the other music. <laughs> I mean there, I think I saw there was like two or three hundred songs in the no, no. in the. They're, they did a counter. They said, you know, like, how many songs do you think are in the game? And it started going up in the video. And it kind of stopped and slowed down, like, around, like, the four or 500 mark. And it just oh, sped yeah, up yeah. and said, 800. There's over 800, including menus and stuff. There's 900. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 900. Just, you're like, pieces okay, of music so much in this music, game. and it's fantastic. Yeah. There's over 300 stages, basically. Yeah. There's, some of the Omega and Battlefield 100, variations. 100 stages, and then... Final Destination, Battlefield, Big Battlefield makes 103. And then you can basically, if 103 stages wasn't enough for you, you can basically turn any stage into like basically a flat, like a mega version or a Battlefield version. So really, they designed over 300 stages for this game. Like, they've brought back almost every stage from Smash 64, Melee, Brawl, the 3DS, the Wii U, plus the new ones. Like, they announced the new Donk City level which I'm like, okay, they have to do, right? Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a big Switch game. Like, it's the iconic level. Like, it plays the music, and you, like, find the different musicians around as you're flying around the city. And what I really appreciate about the stages as well is um, Sakurai kind of went into detail saying, hey, you know, the, the original Nintendo 64 levels, um, we tried really, really hard to keep the, the look the same. So, like, obviously, yeah. it's up-resed. It's in HD. It looks better. But... We still kept the very polygonal, you know, blurred, pixelated backgrounds. Like, when the Pokemon come out at Saffron City, it's still that very kind of old, like, pixelated look. (laughs) Like, they didn't, like, update it all. They kept the 64 ones very nostalgic, which is perfect. I think that's what we all wanted. And And I think as, you know, fans of the game, we want it to feel like it did back then, but just feel better. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what they're doing with all those levels. And with the Super Smash Bros. Melee, like the GameCube levels, all of those levels are actually like pretty full-on remastered. Like, yeah, they look yeah. all significantly better. Like, they redid, you know, water graphics and lighting and put new trees and platforms. Mm-hmm. And they look totally like brand new stages almost. Like, the Corneria and Fountain of Dreams. Like, they look amazing. So, I'm just so excited to go back to those Melee stages and just go, wow, like, this looks way better than I even remember it. Remember it. And I just love this stage, you know. From, from playing yeah. on the old old games. So just really, really cool to see 103 stages. I think Smash for you had like around 60 stages. So like it's just crazy. An insane amount of levels in the game. Um, we did post on Twitter uh, asking, you know, followers, what was your favorite um, favorite announcement on the Smash Direct? Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle Anthony, CJA91, said he was digging the uh, Castlevania reveals, which yeah. um, was basically the starter to the direct. They started off with a trailer showing a creepy castle. Luigi was running around, you know, trying to suck up ghosts, look like some Luigi's Mansion related. And out of nowhere, a whip comes out, and you know it's Simon Belmont, uh, you know, the original hero from mm-hmm. NES Castlevania games, uh, whips in, and then um, also coming in is Richter Belmont, who was, I think, from the 10th Castlevania game that was... Had a very limited release. It was I read up it was on PC, uh, but was really like really really good game and fans really loved yeah. it. And so they're both kind of similar. Like they said, Richter's an Echo Fighter, but then again, Simon could be an Echo Fighter. So basically, yeah. two similar uh, Castlevania characters are both in Smash Bros. Um, which and I think is really cool that they're watch... going with the classic Castlevania characters. You know? And we also got to watch Luigi get killed off. <laughs> and come back yes. as a ghost. So I'm hoping one of the fighters that we get is Ghost Luigi. <laughs> ghost Luigi, new fighter. No, yeah, I, I saw someone post on Twitter like, "What if the new the new mode they haven't announced is something to do with like ghosts and spirits, and like you have to go find the Luigi ghost?" And all. Like, yeah, that's the thing. That's stretch, new, there was a on the main menu they showed it, and they had, they had one block that was blurred out, and they're not yeah. ready to reveal it yet. So we have another mode that we don't yeah. know about we'll, yet. We'll probably get another Smash. Oh, I think we will definitely get another Smash Bros. Direct before December. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Sakurai said there's a couple more characters still on the way, um, and obviously that new mode, and I'm sure he'll probably go into online and, you know, what what online features there are. My theory said, is we'll probably hear something about October. Yeah, yeah, probably. Or possibly possibly something even next month, because the Nintendo Switch Online's uh, thing uh, service launches next month, so maybe we'll That's true. see something that will give us some new information but yeah ultimately uh five new characters uh simon and richter belmont king k roll then they also announced uh, dark samus and Krom as echo fighters and so yeah. dark samus basically being the clone of regular samus is slightly different and Krom being um a clone of roy so he'll be similar to the fire Emblem characters so yep yep um yeah i think that's awesome uh, we have 67 characters in this game right now not including the echo fighters so like not including clones, 67 different characters to play as in this fighting game. And they're not even done. Like It'll probably be over 70 before, oh, yeah, absolutely. before we're all said and done, which is really cool. And uh, they said they will be announcing all the characters, which I think is good. You know, you don't have to worry about um, leaks or, you know, I think when the last Smash game came out, it came out in Japan a little bit before U.S. And, you know, the last couple characters that were hidden in that game were spoiled for everyone online, you know. So, yeah, it's yeah. Good. Good that everyone will be able to, you know, kind of celebrate and talk about the reveal of every character and every newcomer when they come out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. We had a couple, read, other, uh, uh, we had a couple other comments. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Nathan, our Nathan. Who is not here was, today, but is definitely not here today, but was very excited about this direct. He was sharing that he's excited for our, uh, the Smash Down mode. Yeah. It's coming that, down. It looks uh, really cool. <laughs> and basically what this is, is you play... With the complete roster, 67 or whatever, 70-something characters. And after each round, the characters that were selected basically become X'd out. And you have to choose a different character. And then those characters become X'd out. And so on and so on until basically every character has been played. So basically, you if you have that one friend who only plays as Cloud or Bayonetta the entire time you're playing, play Smashdown mode. You will force them to pick other players in. It looks like it'll be a fun strategy too. Like you can, you know, hey, I know, you know, Rob's mains are Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, and Diddy Kong. 
like maybe I'm going to play as Pac-Man before you get a chance to so that, you know, it eliminates you playing as him in a future round or something. Just so everybody knows, those aren't my mains. <laughs> Who are your mains? I don't really have a main. I play a lot as Mario. Mario and Zelda, or Mario and Link are two of my top ones yeah. just because I'm very familiar with their moves and that sort of thing. But I also sometimes like to mix it up and play as Rob the Robot just because my namesake. <laughs> you are Rob. <laughs> you play as yourself. Yeah, so there, there you go. The worst main in the history of Smash Bros. right there. <laughs> but hey. no, I like this. I like this because I'm not as I don't play as much Smash. Um, you know, as most of you followers of the show know, I, I haven't played much Nintendo games since the '64. Mm. And so one of the advantages for me is if I had, you know, Jess really good with the, he knows which characters are going to be the most dominant. We weed those out, and so by the end, I actually have a fighting chance because we're almost mm -hmm. on level playing grounds as far as character abilities. Yeah. I will so, say I'm excited for this, too. And I've kind of been training because one of my mains in, in uh, Smash Ryu is random. Like, I love playing random, just getting a random character yeah. and learning, you know, all the different characters. So it'll be a lot of fun to try out that mode for sure. So that was a good pick by um, Nathan. And then uh, Von Hunter 21 uh, said... He wanted tag mode in Smash Bros, and he spoke it into existence. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> I was playing Street Fighter with uh, Von Hunter yesterday, and we were talking about, you know, you know what, what do you hope is in Smash? And he's like, you know, I wish there was like a tag mode where like, you know, it's kind of like the Smash Tour, but you just get rid of all the stuff, and you just pick multiple characters, and each one's a different life. So that would be awesome. Yeah. And they announced that. It's called Squad Strike. And yeah. Each player picks either three or five characters, and basically, if we're fighting, you know, I picked Mario, Luigi, and Peach. If my Mario dies, I respawn in as Luigi. If my Luigi dies, I respawn in as Peach. And if my Peach gets KO'd, then I'm done. And so, like, kind of like Marvel vs. Capcom style, where you can just pick multiple fighters, and you swap, you know, between them in between uh, yeah. fights, which sounds awesome. I don't, I don't know why this... Hasn't been done before. It sounds like it, it reminds me a lot of like Pokemon Stadium back in the day. Oh yeah, like picking your Pokemon. Yeah, like you pick your Pokemon at the very beginning, and then you just you know you work your way through it. And you got to have a certain strategy and that sort of thing. Yeah. But in you know, this one, you just work right through them, you know, one after another. I think it's super cool because it gives you a chance to you know like maybe throw out a little bit of a different strategy for each different one. And yeah, exactly. And it would add add some variety, and you could have some epic moments where you know, like oh you know I. Even though I have a lot of damage, if I can just KO, you know, the character you're playing as, he respawns as a you know heavy character that I can, you know, this is a really good matchup for me and stuff like that. So yeah, be, exactly. Could be very interesting for sure. So or like almost like awesome. I'm hoping, you know, I'm gonna wear you down, but I hope you KO me here mm -hmm. soon. That way, I my next character comes yeah. in, and I know that they're gonna just destroy you. Yeah, or even just picking, you know, hey, do I want to pick my best character first, or do I want to save him for the end, or you know? Yeah, yeah. Add a lot of new strategies in. Um, so Squad Strike, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Definitely mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Um, and then Sir Mr. Fields uh, said the tournament loading screen Mario was his favorite part, <laughs> which basically is just a intense looking Mario when you click the tournament on the menu. Uh, but he yep. said it was intense and you basically build out a bracket based on the player numbers. Um, mm -hmm. So this is just a classic return of um, tournament mode where you put however many players I think they said supports up to 32 players and then it yep. basically designs multiple different brackets you can choose which type of a bracket you want to do with the players and have at it and so it's good to see the attorneys are back they didn't add tournaments into smash uh wii u until i think about a year after it launched and it was yeah pretty much only online and didn't really work as well as i think we hoped so good to see that a easy to play tourney mode will be in uh this smash bros definitely um yeah, I think I th other than that, I think really the music has always been one of my favorite things about <clears throat> Smash Bros. And having over 800 songs in this game, like they said, if you played every single song in this game, front to back, it would go, the soundtrack would be over 28 hours long. Like, yeah, <laughs> the insane library of music. And, you know, I would say a majority of the songs are remixes of, you know, your favorite songs. And so it's original music. And your favorite games, yeah. Yeah, plus your, your classic original songs are featured in there. You have, you and know, I, 30 plus songs from series like Castlevania and Street Fighter and, you know, these other series that aren't even necessarily Nintendo franchises as well. Yeah. And you can listen to it on the go. Sacrifice that you can put headphones in and put your sweet 
your switch in sleep mode and it could be like a music app almost for all your favorite Nintendo yeah which music. is super cool i mean that's awesome yeah so what, so here's the two questions we have to kind of ask here at the end mm-hmm. as we kind of wrap up our talk on oh this whole direct one what do you think the new mode is and two who do you think the next characters to be announced are Ooh. So what do you okay, think the new mode is? Let's start there. So the there. new mode has to be some type of big single player mode. Like Yeah. Something kind of like, you know, Subspace Emissary from Brawl. Like that wasn't really in Smash 4. And I think a lot of players kind of missed that. And so I think he definitely heard that. He definitely wants to return to that. We have the classic mode returning, you know, where you fight through X amount of characters and do Master Hand. But mm-hmm. you know, a full new single player, either with some type of cutscene or world map or something. You know, it gives you something to work towards and experience. Yeah. I think that's got to be what it is. I don't think it's anything online related or anything else. It's going to be some type of big single player, probably playable co-op that um, that you can do. And I think it would make sense that they would announce this last, right? Like if yeah. they're developing the game, that would be the thing they're probably finishing up rather than, hey, let's add a new character in the last three months of development. Like, you know, the characters mm-hmm. in the roster have probably long been decided. They've been balancing and tweaking and building those. And now, you know, the game's nearing completion. They're saying, okay, you know, we got to finish up all this, you know, story mode stuff that they're doing. So, yeah, that's, that's what that's I was my prediction. My prediction is that it's some sort of single player type thing, um, particularly, or like two player or four player, like you play together to fight against something like, mm-hmm. like what, um, what the original stories and some of the other games have been. But I, I also think that there's a possibility that it could be a single player type thing. Like, you know, in 64, they had like the target smash type thing like a game mode like a game mode type single player thing you know yeah. be it a times level or something like that and you know just really show you the the limits and in, in mm-hmm. abilities of your character so oh, i think I it, it could go either smash. way there yeah that was one of my favorite modes yeah for sure I, I as a kid i deleted my save in melee so many times just so i could like unlock all the characters and do all the set new records mm-hmm. again on like the target smash and the Wii U oh, version yeah. didn't really have that. It had basically you would smack. It was like an Angry Bird target smash. You'd just like smack a bomb and try to hit all the targets. And it was boring. It wasn't unique. So I'd love to see, you know, every fighter get their own unique target smash uh, stage with, you know, online leaderboards. Get a like new that. one. Get some new smash, like target smash ones, plus bring back all the old ones. Oh, dude, the classic challenges. Uh, now we're talking. Yeah, now that's that's my that's what I'm going with. I'm I'm going to go with that over a single player mode like that. Target yeah. smash is it? I love that. Um, we were actually talking then, a lot about this on our Discord as well. Um, so if you're out there and you have Discord, um, you wanted to join our Discord server, just uh, shoot us a message um, on uh, Twitter. And we can get you set up with the invite. If you don't have Twitter, you can always email us at um, haliusandgamescast at gmail dot com as well. Um, yeah. We, I think we have most of our listeners, uh, big listeners in the in the Discord there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think Jeff Brown uh, posted, you know, hey, what if it was a to have a battle royale mode with just giant stage where everyone is really joking? Oh, what if a hundred Mario's fall out of a plane and you have to all fight? And I don't think oh that's going to happen, but it's definitely fun, uh, you know, talking talking with everyone on the Discord server as well. So. That would be awesome and terrifying all at the same time. <laughs> I'm interested just to see how it would work. <laughs> like but, Battle Royale stage, this is giant stage, and last person standing on the stage yeah, wins. This goes on and on or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, um, and then the second question would be, what character, you know, we know that there's more characters coming. You said there was yeah. a few more coming. What's one character you think is going to be in here? Or a group um, of characters? Like I said, I'm perfectly content with that. Any more anyone think we got King K. Rule, I think the roster is yep. amazing. Uh, I think really the only thing else that I would really love to see as far as another big third-party character, because I, honestly, I can't really think of any big first-party characters other than maybe <clears throat> like, I don't know, Cranky Kong or Waluigi, but like, yeah. that, that's not going to happen. Um, I really want to see Banjo-Kazooie still. Like, I would love to see the bird and the bear, mm. you know, come back join smash bros you know, phil spencer microsoft has said time and time again you know he he loves nintendo smash bros he told me open to letting banjo join smash so i would love to see That'd that happen cool. um we'll It'd see be crazy I mean, it, we i feel like now that king k rules been announced the odds have gone up because yeah. i was actually looking through the character roster earlier today and uh diddy kong and king k rule Fun fact, are the only two fighters on this roster 
that were not created by a Japanese developer. Every single character comes from you know Nintendo or like Capcom or Konami, these Japanese yeah, companies. Yeah. But Diddy Kong and King K. Rool were designed by Rare, you know, in in England, and uh, you know for the Donkey Kong Country games, and they both now made it in. So it seems like hey, you know, if King K. Rool, who's not really relevant in Donkey Kong games anymore, but is this crazy '90s you know Donkey Kong villain? Like why yeah. not Banjo Kazooie, who is a very big fan requested character, who was also made by that same studio. So. I, I well, think it's cool. definitely I, I would imagine that if they did something like that, they might bring in like uh, maybe Yoko Laylee, you know, because like it kind of yeah, fits into the same category of that that sort of thing. So yeah. if they did something like that. That would be super cool. Um, yeah. I was, <laughs> it was thinking... actually hilarious. I saw I follow some of the old rare devs on uh, Twitter, and the guy who like originally created King K. Rule back, you know, when Rare was mm-hmm. a small team working on Donkey Kong, he said, "Man, I never would have thought my crazy wacky." Crocodile would have made it into the biggest fighting game of all time. If I would have known that, I probably would have spent more time trying to think of a better name than K. Rule, which is kind of lame. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just made a little pun. Oh, he's cruel. K. Rule. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of kind of funny to think of. No, I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny that that's the name that's just stuck with him and, you know, yep. throughout the years. Because, like, even some of the other characters, like, their names have changed because it was less. Yeah. Prudent, like but, uh, Donkey Kong wasn't Donkey Kong originally, so yeah. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? So this is the one that I've been thinking of. Speaking of third-party uh, companies coming in here and really being a part of this, the other one that I was kind of thinking about a lot was the Rabbids, because yeah. Nintendo yes. and Rabbids just oh, yeah. did this huge team up, team up, and it was a super successful game. It's cool that Ubisoft was giving the the ability to like take and run with these characters that are classic Nintendo characters. So it'd be cool if that trust went the other way. And we got to see some Rabbids characters or maybe like this is kind of like the Echo Fighters or something along those lines where every character has their own Rabbids version. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, there would be so many Rabbids versions. But if that was announced, like there's one stage, like maybe that's the final mode that's announced yeah. is it's Rabbids version and all maybe... of you have to fight against the Rabbids versions <laughs> of every character. Yeah. Or maybe you pick a Rabbid and then they like, or like Kirby, and they can like copy another ability and like turn into a rabbit version of that person or something. That'd be, yeah, that'd yeah. Be, that'd be so I just funny. think it would be hilarious. And I think it would just be so great. And it would be cool. Like I said, you know, the Nintendo trusted Ubisoft, maybe yeah. having that go the other way would be super yeah, cool. They have a great partnership with Ubisoft for sure. And I, I, I think it would be great just to see even just Rabbit Peach because like Rabbit Peach has the most kind of like character and just kind of like. Is the most unique out of all the rabbits from the Mario plus rabbits kingdom battle. Yeah. Yeah. And she was even playable in the donkey Kong, you know, DLC that they put out and she's just hilarious. I'm taking selfies and really flamboyant and it's just mm-hmm. very animated. So it'd be great to see a rabbit peach or one of the other rabbits in there. For sure. Yeah. So Good that's time. my, that's my hope and theory is that we'll get some rabbits. Nice. All right. Well, I think that covers about pretty much everything in that smash direct. I'm sure there was, things we missed but you can go watch the 30 minute youtube video if you want to uh catch it all which do recommend doing is uh mm-hmm. awesome awesome presentation that nintendo put together and i just want to say props to nintendo and sakurai and the smash bros team because man like you just see everything we already know of and there's you know still things to be to come but everything that we see in this game just how much content and time and effort is being put into this game is just making me Really appreciative of all the yeah. all the work they do. So, absolutely great, great job, and uh, keep up the good work. I'm excited to play in December for sure. Um, all right, so Rob, let's go and uh, end the show with what we are playing. Um, yeah, it's been been a great time to keep on playing games this summer. I was kind of gone on vacation this week, but my yeah. uh, brother in law's house I was staying at, he has an Xbox, and so. I was able to play Cuphead on my save file there, and I actually played through most of the game with my nephew. We did co-op together. Oh, nice! I didn't think it would be as fun as it was. Like I loved playing that game mm-hmm. co-op, and uh, my nephew, you know, is you know, I was definitely better than him, but he definitely kind of held his own. And despite you know me surviving and finishing the level off of my own, sometimes like the game balances that change really well. Um, yeah. And what I mean is like, if you play a boss on solo, let's say he has 
you know, 100% health. But if you play with two people, it basically buffs his health up to like 150% or something like that. So even though you have two people, you know, it doesn't make the game easy by adding the second person. Mm-hmm. But I did find out that the second the second person dies, you can either parry their heart on their ghost of where they died to bring them back and sacrifice a life. Or if they just die, the boss is now back to normal, basically, health ratios. And so you can oh, beat the okay. boss a lot quicker once your buddy dies. It's not like, you know, oh, too bad. You start with two people. Now the game is infinitely harder. Good luck beating it if your second player is not good, you know? Yeah. So it's really, really balanced in that way, which I really appreciate it because we were able to have fun together. And if one of us died, then the game balances itself to yeah. make it more suitable for solo play. So I just wanted to say props to the developers for thinking of that and making the game enjoyable for, you know, to play co-op because that was really, really cool. Yeah, that, I mean, this is such a cool game in general, and just the fact that they add that in is is awesome and really tailoring to the player's experience and making it fun for everyone, like you said. So that's good. Yeah, and uh, I will say I have finished the game. I posted on Twitter earlier. I am at 105% completion on my, on my file, so beaten and found everything in the game. And I will say the final boss was not the hardest boss in the game for me, yeah. which... It was kind of disappointing that the second to last boss, I think I'd be in my second or third try, and the final boss only took me about 10 minutes or so. So, yeah, that was, was interesting. the hardest boss then? It was, oh, I forgot the name. It's, I think, Junkyard Jamboree or something like that. It's basically a giant, it's a flying level where you're in an airplane. Those ones were the hardest for me. Mm. And you're basically fighting a giant robot. Um, the first phase, you're shooting out three different things. Second phase, you're dodging missiles, which both aren't that bad. But then the third phase is straight up bullet hell where he's shooting like, you know, six different bullets out in yeah, six yeah. different directions, like over and over and over as you're trying to damage him. And then there's like walls coming up that you have to dodge and not block your fire. So it's really hard to hit him. And man, I got really frustrated. That one took took me a very long time. It took both of us forever to beat. But uh, once we beat that, I felt like it was all downhill. Like I was like, okay, beat that. We can do anything. But uh yeah, really good game. I really loved it. Um, awesome. I think the coolest thing about it is, is once you get to the boss, final boss site, which the whole point of the game is you're collecting souls, like for the devil and stuff like that. Yeah. And you get there and he's like, all right, we'll hand over those souls like we agreed. And you can say yes or no. And my nephew accidentally pitched yes to see what would happen. And he goes, all right, thanks for the souls. You're one of mine now. And then Cuphead and Mugman turn into like these little like creepy like demon Cuphead versions. Oh my goodness! It goes achievement unlocked, selling out, and then the credits just start to roll. (laughs) I was like, "That's so fantastic!" You could literally bypass the final boss of the game and just sell out and join the final boss's team if you want to, uh, which I thought was hilarious. That's awesome. Of course, I love it when you get developers do that. Yeah, no, is yeah, yeah. uh, I got a good laugh out of that, which was which was really funny. But yeah, awesome game, love it. Definitely recommend uh, checking it out. It's on xbox or on a pc but yeah that was uh the game i had the most fun playing this week i really mm-hmm. really enjoy it so uh yeah other than that i had a couple other games playing but uh what what have you been playing mostly this week so i also had a weird week because i was at camp for a week with nice. uh, a bunch of junior hires and no cell service and no internet and no computers so smelly junior hires the game I'm playing Smelly Junior Hires the game, and it I can say with full confidence that I lost. <laughs> but uh, before I left, I played a little 2K. Uh, played, you know, still playing through my GM, and just it's super fun. I really enjoy it. And then also, I've been playing this game called Chron- Chronology, which is one of the next games in my Steam library. I'm almost done with it. I just need to go back and beat it, and uh, in like the last level or so, it's like a puzzle game. But it's like a side-scrolling, like Mario type um, puzzle game, mm-hmm. which you use like time travel and switching characters with different abilities, and you know the ability to like stop time or restart time and freeze time and that sort of thing, and like these different abilities, and you have to solve these. You just have to kind of figure out a way to make a path to the next area. Okay, so like, what's the perspective in it? Is it like it's 2D uh, or is it like overhead? It's or? 2D. 2D okay. side scrolling. Okay. 
So it's super cool. It's a really beautiful art style. It's kind of a it's kind of a funny little story. Like it's very short. Um, I think it's only about six levels long. Mm-hmm. But the levels, you know, I'm on. I finished level four or five right before I left. So, like I said, I just have to go back and beat the last level or two and and call it. But um, it's just a. It's actually been a really. I was kind of skeptical when I first started up. I'm like, okay, what the heck is even? Oh, I don't really love. I don't. I don't mind puzzle games. I I like really love the original Mist and like some of those type of games. Yeah. And I, I do like some of those puzzle games, but I'm not always like in the mood for a puzzle game. And this was just a fun, casual game to play. It's not very hard. It's not very demanding. And it's just is kind of chill. And so that's been really good for me. I really awesome. enjoyed playing that. And so sounds relaxing. <laughs> yeah, it's very relaxing. Unlike after... Cuphead and Overcooked and Dusty, the games I've been playing, which Yeah, well, yeah. Dusty so. can't be relaxing, but you know I do have to say one printed. thing coming up here soon. So I'm gonna beat this game, but I did pre order the Banner Saga three. Oh, I was gonna ask so you about I that. I have it. It's downloaded onto my computer, and I have not touched it yet because I was getting ready to go to a camp, and I was like, I yeah. can't do this before I go to camp. Because <laughs> you have I'm to set out like a, a whole weekend of like multiple hours. To like so start. I'm gonna I'm gonna start playing that this week and before I go on vacation, and then I'll I'll probably get into it a little bit while I'm on vacation. Hopefully, so, yeah. When you when you uh, get back, you'll have to report report back. Uh, on the show, uh, what, what you think? But I, yeah, I heard so, good things. It looks looks really good. I'm excited to see the finale to a series that I've really enjoyed, a trilogy that I've really loved. And dude, you you need to pick the series up. So do <laughs> I, it. I, I don't, I'm actually I actually can do that now because I picked up the first Banner Saga. It was free on Twitch Prime, I think, last month. And so yeah, I have a my Xbox controller just links wirelessly to my computer. So I haven't tried running it yet, but I wouldn't imagine it. <laughs> It would would uh, chug on my PC too much, but so I listened to the show last week, and I know you were talking about Sea of Thieves, and so here's the deal: yes. you pick up the ba- the Banner Saga trilogy, okay, and I'm I'll pick up Sea of Thieves on computer. <laughs> Is that the deal? <laughs> That's the deal. All right, so we're, gonna, well, we're gonna do a cross air shake on this and call it. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> uh, sea of Thieves doesn't run on my computer. I, I on vacation, you know, I was trying to play my computer to see if it would work at all i got it downloaded yeah. which was i think it was like 20 gigs or something like that but uh yeah um my computer had to run it i think at like 640p or something even that it didn't didn't run super yeah. well so i don't know what rig you have but i uh, don't know if i'll run on my computer i don't have an xbox one but maybe i need to get one just so we can play see if these together yeah <laughs> so i've i've enjoyed a few sessions in that game um when i've gotten a really good crew just like lucky it happened you know matchmaking to a crew but yeah, yeah there's not really anything you can do solo wise like you have to pretty much run with the crew and i literally had a guy last time i played it who was part of my crew and he would just drop the anchor every time i raise it and try to go somewhere and he just would refuse to leave port and then he would shoot himself out, out of the cannon and swim back on and then drop the anchor so i couldn't go anywhere and then i kept voting to like lock him in the brig but the other guy wouldn't do it i'm just like what is the point in this? This is terrible. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I started to see cannonballs coming from the the land, and he's shooting our own ship and sinking it with cannonballs. I'm just like, why? Why do people choose to do this with their time? <laughs> so I need I need to get a friend like you and get a crew like a real there. like a real crew. Yeah, we'll where go I know, on, like, I'm logging in. I'm not rolling the dice. I'm gonna have fun hanging out with my friends, yep. doing piratey things. So I think that's the point of games like that. And you know what? We can be Pirates of the Caribbean. I call being Jack Sparrow. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, I probably talk about it more uh, with Nathan next week. Uh, but Nathan and I both picked up Overcooked Two. Yep. Um, on the on the Switch, uh, we played a little bit of it uh, yesterday. It just came out. But uh, early impressions, really like it. It's really, just more of what we loved from the first Overcooked. There's lots of new yeah. recipes already in the first world or two. Um, the new online play is great because you can play online, which wasn't in the last one. Um, I will say, PSA, you cannot play two person, two people on one console with another two people on another console online yet. Uh, they yeah. had some difficulty with servers and, I don't know, couldn't get that working. They said they're hoping to add it in a patch and an update uh, soon, but it was kind of a bummer because Nathan and I love playing that game with our wives, and so... And me and my wife got on, him and his wife got on, but it wouldn't let us all four play together 
um, online. But yeah, that's um, so frustrating. Yeah, but you can do it with one console. So like, if I have a guest, I can have individual friends online join me. Just you can't join someone else's else's game with the with a player two. So hmm. that is a bummer. Hopefully that gets updated soon. But overall. The online works great. There's no lag or anything, and it's pretty easy to connect and stuff. Um, and yeah, a lot of fun. So Nathan awesome. and I will probably put a lot of more time into that this week and um, give more in-depth impressions next week. But yeah, yeah, a lot of fun so far. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to come when I'm next up there. I'll have to come over and play some Overcooked too. Because oh, totally. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's always gonna be a good time. I feel like it's gonna be the Go to game till Smash comes out. Whenever I have a bunch of people over, like we're gonna yeah plug in overcooked. Well, and even even it's kind of a nice game to have a break from Smash. Yeah, for sure. It's it, you're cooperating and stuff, so it's yeah def- different vibe. But anyway, speaking of Smash, we will leave you with the Castlevania uh, Bloody Tears remix from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Hope you guys enjoy this sneak peek of the song Ultimate. Have a great week, and we will see you guys next time. All right, see ya.